Hello, and welcome to The Goldmine, where you can find new investment insights from your favorite financial writers every day. Hi there, I'm Blair Ducanet, and this is Leveraging Gifts with Life Insurance. Rich people will never be poor. I squealed this to my coworker, half with delight and half with a twinge of guilt. We were discussing a strategy to use family gifts to fund a permanent life insurance policy. The gifts came from the grandparents. The adult children would use the money to purchase a second-to-die life insurance policy on themselves with their children, the grandparents' grandchildren, as beneficiaries. Now, I've taken a lot of heat in the past for criticizing permanent life insurance, and I stand by that criticism. The overwhelming majority of these policies are sold to people who do not need them and who would be better off using those premium dollars in a million other ways. But the truth is, wealthy families can get creative with permanent life insurance in ways that ensure that their heirs remain wealthy for generations to come. This is just one of those creative solutions. Who would choose to pursue this type of strategy? First and foremost, these are families with assets above the federal estate tax exemption. The exemption is the amount that can be transferred to non-spouse heirs free of estate tax. In 2021, the federal estate tax exemption is $11.7 million per individual. That's $23.4 million for a married couple. Fewer than 1% of Americans are subject to estate tax. Remember when I said that most permanent life insurance policies are sold to people who don't need them? That statistic is a big part of my reasoning. Lest anyone think that they can avoid estate tax by giving gifts away during their lifetime, there is also a tax on gifts in excess of $11.7 million. That is the limit on transfers, whether gifts are given during life or at death. The IRS requires an accounting of lifetime gifts be reported on a gift tax return. And at death, lifetime gifts are added back to the gross estate to calculate the estate tax. Now, in addition to the lifetime $11.7 million exemption, individuals can give up to $15,000 per year to as many people as they wish. That's $30,000 a year from a married couple. They can give $15,000 to each of their children, each of their grandchildren, to spouses of their children, to their neighbor, a friend, the dog walker, or anyone else they want to give money to. The limit of $15,000 is per recipient per year. And there's no requirement to file a gift tax return to record gifts under this annual exclusion. This means that a married couple with three adult children, all married, and six grandchildren can give away $360,000 in gifts to family members while flying under the gift tax radar. And here's where things get interesting with this strategy. Imagine one of those adult children and his wife. They're receiving $60,000 a year in gifts from his parents. Assuming they don't need to spend this gift on anything in particular, they choose instead to fund a permanent life insurance policy for the benefit of their children. They purchase a second-to-die policy, one that pays the death benefit at the death of the second spouse. This allows them to purchase more death benefit since the insurance company is underwriting two lives instead of one. Some generic modeling suggests that a couple in their mid-40s and in good health could purchase $6 million of death benefit by paying a $60,000 premium 
for 10 years. That's a 10 to 1 ratio of premium paid to death benefit received. And by the time this couple's children finish high school, their estate plan could be fully funded. There's a structural nuance, however, to this strategy. The couple does not want their life insurance policies to be counted as part of their gross estate for the estate tax calculation. We already know that the grandparents have a taxable estate, so it's likely the adult children will as well as these assets pass through the generation. Remember, the reason that the grandparents are giving annual gifts in the first place is to chip away at the size of their taxable estate. To remove the assets from the estate of the adult children, they create an irrevocable trust that will own the life insurance policy. The estate planning terminology for this type of trust is an irrevocable life insurance trust, or ILIT for short. The adult children will have no ability to access funds once placed into the irrevocable trust, and they must name a trustee to oversee the assets for the benefit of their children. If done correctly, the life insurance policy pays out a death benefit that is tax-free to their children and passes outside of the estate, avoiding estate tax as well. At no out-of-pocket expense, this family has leveraged small annual gifts to provide a legacy to the grandchildren. No matter what happens in the life of the middle generation, whether it's bankruptcy, divorce, poor investments, expensive long-term care, or even a gambling problem, a minimum inheritance has been solidified for the grandchildren. And this is why I exclaimed to my colleague, rich people will never be poor. For more of my insights, visit BlairBellCurve.com. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is brought to you by Ritholtz Wealth Management. Clients of Ritholtz Wealth Management may maintain positions in the securities mentioned on this podcast. If you're new to investing, check out LiftoffInvest.com to get started with us today.